Welcome to the audio version of Nothing Less Podcast. This is the audio only version. As you have Miss Yella in the background, we are going to talk about the NFL offseason, even though it's not time yet. I guess we could get ahead of it since we got the Pro Bowl and that's not important to most people. I think it's very important that we could get ahead of it so y'all could understand what's going to happen this offseason. But before anything, enjoy the quick music. I'm going to switch this to the guy named Stove God. Stove God is a good, good rapper out of, I think, I don't know what part of New York. Is. I don't want to get it wrong. But this is the rain super duper fly by Missy Elliott. But this is Stove God. Came from up north, them boys done scarred his head I try to tell you that this life is not forever These cocaine endeavors for this chatter come with drastic measures Titanic diamond iceberg shaggy chasing Scooby-Doo across my sweater The Rav Simmons Adidas came in vanilla They like hooks, I never know, you never ever, nigga Have my shooters write my name in cursive down the side of your Jetta Have you climbing to the trunk, should've wore his trunks the way that boy got wet up The illest nigga never heard, but whatever now I'm ultra lit. This that next dimension paradigm shift. You can't move out here, you paralyzed. You got a pair of eyes, I'm tripled up. We mix tequila with the simple syrup. If I become an author, my shit gonna be called the whip of bird. Have a book reading, sitting around the stove. Since you wanna be pop, rah, get shot. Die with that ring in your nose. They fooled us with that bling bling and that gold. You sold your soul, your record label was leasing that rose. I only wear this watch on the jet, it's my plane rolling. Woo! I'm still ballin' like James Worthy The early bird snatched the Holy Spirit out your robe I'm a cocaine god, you a clone A pirate copy, shoot the parrot off your collarbone A Mary hoodies under Gabardine protocol The condo countertops is made of bowling ball Clockin' my tow truck, they wanna know what I pull in You know I made that white jump like Chris Mullin Part in the footprint I left on a brick A fossil of me is just a skeleton with Versace print Make back curtains, no tent, bitch, I'm lit They running plays out my book, ain't that a bitch My highlight reel is full of wrist twisted My shit different, 89, I would've played for the Pistons You don't really mean that shit you rhyming, do you? The rental came packed with powder like ramen noodles Pentagram diamonds, I do voodoo in the Subaru the six is his trip. My young boy said when he emptied the clip, he feel a rush like a blitz through the 2 0. I just flew my thick bitch out for lipo. 777 on the FICO. You know what's more important than throwing money in the strip club or bright soul. I've been hot since we was watching Monday Nitro. Chopper make you cabbage patch, I water whip a cyclone. I go cycle with the white flow. Your favorite rapper tell me that I'm nice. That was Stove God, John Starks. You know, y'all might be wondering why I play a lot of coke rap music. I just feel like it really blends in with the the sports and the coke rap. I've never done coke. I hardly even do drugs. I'd say the most I ever did drugs was weed. 
and you know what it is what it is uh but man like th these guys just all the other little lines about basketball to football to just anything of that and they mix in they sound so so crazy on these beats and i really like that beat and that beat was made by rock marciano rock marciano just dropped his album recently uh, mount marcy the one i talked about on my albums of the year um but this this album is is really good reasonable drought obviously you know kind of kind of goes with without saying there but welcome back to nothing less podcast episode 30 this is alexis it's me myself i just wanted to get i guess like um quick little video or quick little audio out talking about the offseason man the offseason is gonna be crazy this year and i'm sure you already are seeing all the movements that's going on a lot of quarterbacks want to leave a lot of coordinators are leaving um there's we're gonna talk about all that and and all that good stuff but before anything i mean it's a happy thursday it's early in the morning and uh you know I got some good rest, me and my boo, you know, we rested perfectly, we got like our 20 hours of sleep, we great, we gravy, it feels kind of weird just doing um, audio experience, not an uh, audio and video, but I guess it comes back to the roots, right, you know, you got to come back down sometime, um, we've been, we've been having pretty good success as far as uh, for what our channel is, like how small it is, uh, we've been getting a good amount of success on the viewership on YouTube, and if anything, can you if y'all can like share i can't even say it. like share and subscribe on the youtube channel and of course i'm gonna keep trying to post on the audio version i just we have so many ideas you know we want to put out and shit we want to put it out on video but we got to come back we got to come back to the grinding and this is the audio version always and yeah let's get started so we got the news today which is not much of a news, but it's officially out. Sean Watson wants out of Houston, rightfully so. They have done him dirty. They hired a GM without his consent. They are trying to. They just hired, uh, I think his name is John Cully from the from Baltimore without his consent in a sense. But with that, I mean, he didn't really care if they did hire him or not because at that point he was done. He was dealt a bad hand with the GM hire without him being a part of the meeting without him not even known by oh he found out i think through via social media so that's not it's not, it's not good mr texans y'all need to y'all need to switch it up there but yeah i mean deshaun watson one of the many players that is going to be on the free agent to trade talk market um very interesting because there's a lot of good players but there's only to me three that are key in all this um in in the sense of what they've done, uh, it, it kind of speaks volumes to what kind of person they are, and they just dealt a bad hand. So, as we as we look at the the list that I'm looking at right now, I'm gonna try to paint it for y'all. Sean Watson, a decorated quarterback coming out of Clemson. A lot of people thought he was the best quarterback in that draft. Obviously, he wasn't uh, drafted that high. I think even Trubisky went higher than him, if I'm not mistaken. Patrick Mahomes obviously went a little early, later in the rounds. But Deshaun Watson, a very good quarterback, a quarterback that's that's done it all as far as what a quarterback can do without winning an MVP. And, you know, like when you look at his numbers, his numbers really uh, are going to just blow you away. If my computer wants to load up the stuff, though. Uh, now we got it. Okay. 
It's being such a girl, man. Let's see. There it is. Okay. So, obviously, he's only been in the league for roughly the four to five years. Uh, his first year, I mean, he did he did pretty okay for what, it, what, what it's worth. 19 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, close to 1,700 yards passing, and he had a completion percentage close to 62%. The man's done it good there, but then he stepped it up the year after that, 2018. I don't know if that was a playoff run. It might be because I know they, they had a, a nice string of ABC games for sure. But 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 4,165 yards passing with a close to 70% completion percentage, 68.32 to be exact. Now, um, before we go into the later seasons, you got to understand, like, when you were seeing him play at this level, you knew he was already almost considered elite. And I say almost because I know at the time we had some quarterbacks, i.e. Tom Brady, i.e. Drew Brees, and... Aaron Rodgers and all those those guys were holding down the four and even a Matt Ryan of that sort but with that being said you saw the potential and you also saw the like the sheer talent the talent was just flying off the radar and let's get into 2019 2019 was similar in some cases uh, it was a little bit of a drop off a little more turnover heavy but I felt like it was still a good year. 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 3,800 yards passing with a completion percentage of 67.27. Like I said, similar numbers, nothing too too off, just plus three in, in interceptions. I think his passing uh, completion, yeah, his passing attempts did go up slightly. Not, I mean, it's like a hair, but still. You go into this year, which a lot of people consider MVP year, but you know, obviously you're not going to get that with your team being as horrendous as the Texans were. And then you also could think, you know what? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, these guys had a better year. Russell Wilson. So his this is his season. And this one, I mean, you're gonna be like, how is that not an MVP? If honestly, if you put if you covered the Texans name and you covered his name, I think that's an MVP season in some cases. 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 70 completion percentage, and forty eight hundred yards passing. Now, those are our outstanding numbers. And to think, the Texans defense there that year, you you might be wondering, 27th overall. He didn't get help. He wasn't getting help with a team that traded DeAndre Hopkins for nickels. And Will Fuller took PEDs. Hey, this is what it this is what you got, right? But you got Brandon Cooks, I think. And Brandon Cooks did a pretty good job just trying to well, he did a good job to secure, I think, another year there. But honestly, it, he wasn't going to stay. Um, what am I trying to say? Deshaun Watson wasn't going to win anything without the, the help of, like, for example, an elite receiver. Not saying that the uh, Cooks, Brandon Cooks, isn't a good receiver, but you know what? It's, it's just not what it is. And Deshaun Watson deserves a lot more um, care because that's what Texans didn't do. They didn't care for him. They didn't nurture their 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 quarterback, the quarterback of the future, the present, and you know they're gonna they're gonna regret it because he already wants out. I'm sure he's gonna get what he wants. Now the key thing is where is he gonna go? Deshaun Watson is, you know, if it look 
we'll, we'll throw in the quarterback right now. Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers wants to leave, I feel like he can leave. And anyone can become a suitor. It's the same with Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson has shown to be a potential. He has Hall of Fame talent. And he's proven to be one of those elite quarterbacks. But you might forget about his play just for the fact of how terrible this Houston Texans team is, organization is, and also just, yeah, I mean, just organization as a whole. Aaron Rodgers, uh, just, just to fill in for him, he supposedly wanted out. He confirmed that in Pat McAfee's show. He did say that he, that's a little blown over proportion. He does want a contract because most of his peers that are playing worse than him are getting paid more than him. So he should get more of a, you know, raise, and I agree 110%. If Aaron Rodgers asked for $200 million, I think I would give it to him, honestly. The guy's been playing out of his mind, and Deshaun Watson is the same kind of guy right there. He's Bradley Beal for the, for he's Bradley Beal of the Wizards at what is uh, Deshaun Watson for the Texans. You're playing outstanding, you're putting up the points, but your team is getting blown out by 30, you know, like, what the fuck? But Sean Watson, I think there's a lot of good teams. I know he said he wanted to go to the Jets. Obviously, I'm biased, and I think he should go to the Saints since we don't got a quarterback uh, of that magnitude since Drew Brees should retire. And I don't know if he's already confirmed retirement, which uh, more than likely he hasn't. But Sean Watson, that's a good one. Our next quarterback that I want to look at, and I feel if my computer wants to let me do everything, is Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is a quarterback that is going to be key to an eye because he already is getting offers to get um, well, I mean, to get the fuck out, man. And I get it, you know, get him out of there. You know, he, it's It's been roughly, what, 10 years, 11 years, and he deserves to, to get a, a fresh start in life, you know, because... Detroit wasted a lot of his, his years. Now, obviously, he's been in 10 years, 10 to 11 years, so I'm not going to give you the 10-year number. I'm going to give you roughly a 5- to 6-year number or numbers so you could understand what he's been doing the past, like I mentioned, 6 to 5 years. So 2015, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 4,200 yards, 67 completion percentage, a very good year. 2016, 24 of 10. 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,300 yards passing, 65 completion percentage. Now, I, maybe y'all wonder why, like, that, that completion percentage is, I think, more than more than above average. So he's doing pretty good there. Uh, obviously, Drew Brees, I don't want to keep mentioning any Saints, but Drew Brees obviously went a little crazy and has this complete, completion, uh, completion percentage as a record. Some of those were dump offs, you know. I've said that ever. Always, if my if you're my friend, you understand what that means. And 2017, 29 of 10, 446 uh, yards passing, 65 percent. You got 2018, which I think was an injury plagued year. I could be wrong. 21 of 11, 3700 yards passing, and a completion percentage of 66. 19 touchdowns, 5 interceptions for 2019, 2,400, close to 25, with a close to 65% completion percentage. And this past year, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,000 yards passing, 64% completion percentage. So, you, I mean, hopefully you caught all that. I know I was reading it pretty fast or, you know, pretty uh, tight together, so it might have not even made sense. But, 
Matthew Stafford is a man that I feel can still play at the highest of levels. And obviously he hasn't been given the opportunity to have that. I feel he's had the weapons, um, Marvin Jones, I'm drawing a blank on the other Kevin Galladay. Uh, is it? Yeah, Kevin Galladay. He's been he's been great. They've been great uh, receivers, but they're not elite receivers. Kevin Galladay might become one, and you know what? We'll never know at this point because in Detroit everything goes to shit, right? But their O line is terrible. Um, the running backs tend to always get injured because they can't get blocked. They can't get blocks to get a a nice free run, and their defense is downright terrible. Um. I would say, look, watch. This past year, they were 32 overall. That's obviously last in the league. 26 overall, 2019. And their best year in the past three years, 16th overall in 2018. So you're seeing that he's not getting help at all in all these type of situations. You know, like I mentioned, Galladay, Marvin Jones, they're good assets. They've done good for him. They've given him the numbers. But their defense doesn't back up anything. Their defense doesn't do jack. And you know what? I understand why he wants to leave. But I also understand Detroit wants to start fresh. And they should. Um, I think this is where um, Eric Bieniemy should go. And I think he can could, he could make something happen. But I don't know if they hired someone. I don't know. Let me uh, double check that. Which they just confirmed. Uh... Field Yates from ESPN confirms that the Detroit Lions are going to hire Mike DeLeon as... Oh, no. Never mind that. He, he, no, they haven't hired anyone yet. So, you know what? Why not? Bring him in. Let's do it. And Lynn as an OC. That's interesting. Wow, Detroit. There you go, man. Um, But I think the Saints should make a run for text for Sean Watson because I'm just seeing that right there. Or Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford would be crazy in in uh, New Orleans. Um, Matthew Stafford's been done dirty. It's Detroit, you know, Kevin Johnson, Barry Sanders—they've done him dirty. I don't know, man. I don't know if he'll go get he'll get the he'll get his uh playing uh his fair share in that. And the third quarterback and all this that I think should get um get talked about and shown some love that Dak Prescott. Rightfully so. The Dallas has done dirty. He deserves a court, uh, contract extension. Not a not a franchise tag because that fucks both of them up in some case. Well, not not that because that's gonna get the dough, but Dallas is gonna get some. Uh, they're gonna give up a lot of money for just one or two years. So if you contract extend, maybe give him like a, a Zeke. Zeke got a, a favorable contract from Dallas, and I wonder if they'll do the same thing for him. Um, Dak, I mean. What is there to say? I know you've heard it everywhere. Dak Prescott is a GOAT. <laughs> and um, honestly, I think he, he he's just he's a good quarterback. People don't want to give him his fair shake. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. So when you look at his numbers, this is going to be a five years. But I wouldn't count 2020 because he was injured. He actually he like broke his foot. So 2016, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, 3,600 yards passing, 67% completion percentage. 2017, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 3,300 yards passing, 62% completion percentage. Um, 2018, 22 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 3,800 yards passing, 67 completion percentage. 2019, 30 of 11, 4,900 yards passing, 65 
percent completion percentage. I think those are pretty good numbers. Uh, obviously, other than maybe you would consider 2017 a down year because the nine, like the nine touchdown to interception ratio is kind of, or not ratio, but the difference is kind of, kind of ugly. And you could see even the completion was completion percentage was down. But I think I think he's worth money. I mean, Dallas has made they've made the playoffs, and I don't know. I just I think I think he deserves some big bills. A lot of pe- a lot of people think, uh, or Dave, my my boy, I told them I was like most of these people get paid crazy numbers. You think Dak's not worth forty million? You know, a lot of people aren't worth thirty five, and yet they're getting those type of checks. You know, if you look at the NFL, I mean the NBA, MLB, mediocre players. It, you know in quotations i'm not a i'm not even a good player i'm not gonna put myself in that situation but to the to the media mediocre players are getting paid roughly half of what they're they're worth you know i, I know i've seen some baseball players get two years 60 million and you're like huh that's 60 million that's 30 years 30 million each year you know some some stuff like that and you're like this guy's not even worth that uh basketball the same case you know I, I told him uh i told my boy dave shout out dave obviously um you know nicholas batum a couple years ago he was with the trailblazers he signs a big contract with the hornets was he worth that i'm not sure you know to me he he did play at a high standard in or a high level in 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 portland but i don't think the numbers matched what he was worth i think it was like a four-year 120 million dollar deal it's the same with gordon hayward i know gordon hayward can ball but you're gonna pay him and he's been injury plagued the past few years like do you get what i'm saying it just doesn't make sense you know um i wonder i wonder if um whatchamacallit they like Dak prescott he shouldn't get he he shouldn't get done dirty for for being injured just because his uh he he wasn't blocked properly or he was tackled improperly honestly um what do you call it um but yeah but knowing dallas dallas does tend to finesse people out of that type of shit or in some cases they over splurge and it, it fucks them up in the long run but i think with with Dak, you you should you should really invest in him i think he's been playing good he could be your franchise for franchise quarterback for another decade but because you don't want to invest on a draft stock that you're not sure what you're going to get out of and in there i don't know what um draft number they're in they might be number 10 or so and i don't know what you can get in number 10 as far as you're you're playing with you're playing risky risk a risky game knowing that you might get a quarterback that valued is valued high by a mel kuyper todd mcshay but then they could play like straight dog shit. You know, you could get like a Demarcus Russell, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Um, but with Dak, you see, you've already seen what he can do, and he's done. He's proven to play really solid. But, you know, sometimes these these GMs and organizations, they don't give a fuck. You know, they're going to try to save a buck in some way, and I think that might be the case. Um, these are also potential, I guess, quarterbacks are in question this this list was made by uh, adam Schefter. you haven't seen it he posted it on his socials you got uh obviously Aaron Rodgers, but i think he resigns with um with the backers you got sam darnold carson wentz 
Jared Goff, Jimmy G, Cam Newton, Terry Bridgewater, Mitchell Trubisky, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith, and Big Ben Roethlisberger. And you know what? I think it, it's key to, uh, to point out Sam Darnold, I think, will stay. Um, obviously, if he if, if Sean gets traded to the Jets, that's not going to happen, right? But I think, honestly, Robert Sala, the new coach, uh, former defensive coordinator for the Niners, I think he re- he would really uh, I think he would really help Sam Darnold in some way get better as a as a quarterback. I think it's just a confidence level, honestly. Um, and also Jared Goff. I mean, I don't know. I think I heard they were doing open quarterback competition um, in, in in Los Angeles, so that's going to be an interesting one. Carson Wentz. I think they hired uh, the head coach. No, they hired an OC from Indy to be the head coach in Philadelphia. So that's going to be interesting. You're kind of getting back that kind of pieces. I mean, if you can't have Frank Wright, you got to get someone that's close to Frank Wright. And there you go. Um, but And then Jimmy G. Jimmy G's been injury plagued all year. Jimmy G's been plagued all year. The guy the guy always has uh, leg issues. Um, I don't know. It's it's the O-line, obviously. The O-line, I think, to me, is, hasn't been that, that strong the past couple of years. Cam Newton, Cam Newton played mediocre at best in New England, a team that wasn't supposed to do anything, didn't do anything, but didn't make Cam Newton's resume look good at all either. Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina, I think you got what you got. You know, you expect a lot, not necessarily, because Teddy B doesn't have an arm. Um, he's mobile to a point, but he's not necessarily your Patrick Mahomes or even a Deshaun Watson where he could control the pocket or or escape when he needs to escape. But he can run. He's just not mobile to that extent. Mitchell Trubisky, obviously, he had a good record as a quarterback this year, but he is a work in pro- uh, he's a work in pro- process. He's a project that you need to have a good OC to take care of him and nurture him Matt Nagy as a head coach did a horrible job so maybe you know maybe you go somewhere else and build him up Jameis Winston my boy famous Jameis I think he should resign with New Orleans as a backup if not a court I don't know if they can have him as a starter I think it might be Taysom Hill but yeah Ryan Fitzpatrick Fitzmagic uh he had a good stint in Miami and I think maybe he should stay in Miami I think he should he should stay as the backup quarterback. Um, who knows if Deshaun goes over there? Trade they trade Tua. Why not keep Ryan Fitzpatrick? He's a perennial. He, if if all pros had backups like that, he's a perennial all pro backup, and um, or Pro Bowl backup. Uh, Alex Smith, you know, you saw what he did in Washington. He held it down. He brought him to the playoffs. A team that wasn't supposed to be in that situation won the division made that situation work and he is obviously what he was in in the 49ers he he was conservative he was a game manager and he did a great job why not bring him back in Washington maybe as a starter or you know if they draft someone he could be a backup why not Big Ben um I think he's done I think maybe this is the last year, maybe two years from now. I think he he'll retire because, shit, man. I I don't know. He he ain't looking so hot. He he can hardly move, honestly. And it's 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 not my. I know I'm not like. 
I don't want to discredit Big Ben on that he can't play anymore, but honestly, he can't play anymore. I don't know. He, you saw how how vulnerable that offense was with Big Ben on the field. I know they weren't better with Mason Rudolph. I get that, but he didn't look good. He wasn't making the best reads in in some cases, and also he was just he was just playing playing wacky. But also, I mean, for the off season to mention. Coordinators are getting picked up, like I, uh, like I mentioned, everywhere. Rams lost like six personnel. The, St- the Saints have lost like five. I know the Titans lost their OC to being a head coach. Like, people are getting picked up. And one of the, the best OCs or just coordinators or personnel that hasn't gotten picked up is Eric Bieniemy. I know he's in the Super Bowl. He's coaching the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator. But you got to understand. People have gotten hired in those situations, you know. It's just a matter of, you know, getting that set up. So I wonder where he's going to go. He is one of those guys that I feel like he he has a Bill Belichick in him. Like, Bill Belichick, I know he had some rough years as a court, uh, coach. But then, you know, he found his, his proper spot in New England. And obviously, he's made it happen. I know Eric Bieniemy. he hasn't been a coach ever. But I just feel I have that sense he's gonna be that guy. But with that being said, I mean this is gonna be just a quick, quick uh, little little episode. Hopefully y'all like this one. Um, I'm just gonna end it with a quick song. Y'all like the song? Let me know. This is Big Timers. Get your roll on. For the Nothing Less podcast, I'm Lex. Catch us on the next episode and also catch us on YouTube. Like I said, like, share, and subscribe on over there. And y'all need to be subscribed on this on Spotify, Evercast, and all that. Get your fucking roll on. Roll on.